said, if children ages three to five can leave. Is there anything else for them? Yes. Okay, and there are books for those six to nine. Uh, you know, the clipboards. <laughs> Good morning. It's every time uh, a joy to be here with you, spend uh, time with you, uh, talking about our mission and uh, what God is doing through our mission and through you. So um, I'm very happy to be here and have that great opportunity to share uh, the word of God with, with you. Uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you to give us this nice day and to gather us in your house after worshiping you by singing. Father, we want to um, worship you by sharing your word. Help us to understand you and uh, give us a nice time in your presence. In Christ's name, amen. Paul uh, wrote this first letter to the church in Thessalonica to give them a practical instruction concerning a relationship in the church. And one of uh, the instructions Paul gave to Thessalonians is to encourage one another. Encourage one another. I want to go back to the text and read the last verse. First Thessalonians, Thessalonians 4, verse 18. Therefore, Encourage one another with these words. The first question is, what are these words? These words are, first, Christ resurrected. Paul said to Thessalonians to encourage other with these words. Christ resurrected. Paul wrote to the Corinthians and he said, And if Christ has not been raised, then all our preaching is useless and your faith is useless. So Paul said to Thessalonians, Use this word to encourage one another. Talk about Christ resurrected. Christ resurrected is one of the pillars of Christian faith. So, encourage, to Thessalonians, Paul said, encourage one another with these words. And second, the coming, the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul said to the Thessalonians, use the second coming of Jesus Christ to encourage one another. The second coming of Jesus Christ is 
our unshakable expectation as Christian. So use those words to encourage one another. Three, the rapture. I'm happy that one day, I don't know the time, but one day, Christ will come and take his church. And Paul said to the Thessalonians, use that word to encourage one another. That one day, something will happen. One day, something will happen in Thessalonica. And Jesus Christ will take his church. So use that word to encourage one another. Four, resurrection of those who died in Christ. That's another good word to use to encourage one another. Paul said to Thessalonia, you lost your beloved. Some among you lost their beloved. But remember that one day those people will be resurrected. Use that word to encourage one another. Five, all believers in Christ will be with the Lord forever. So use those words to encourage one another. Because one day all believers in all the world will be with the Lord forever. So the goal of that letter to the Thessalonians is to use this word to encourage one another. And if you pay attention, these words are hope words. They give hope. They bring confidence. They bring happiness in our work in this bad world. So Paul commanded to Thessalonians to encourage one another with this hope word in chapter 5, verse 11. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as, in fact, you are doing. We see how much this instruction is very important. Paul said you are doing already. You as Thessalonian churches, you encourage one another. But Paul continued to tell them, continue to do it. Continue to use this hope word to encourage one another. Many times, our capacity to function effectively decreases as Christians, decreases drastically. Drastically. We are human living in the broken world, in our sinful nature. And uh, we control nothing. That's the same for Thessalonians. That's why they need to encourage one another. One of my colleagues called me last time, last week. He's the leader of uh, uh, Seuve Church. And he said to me that uh, people leave his church for nothing. And with his shaked voice, 
he said to me, I have no strength to talk to you. That's the reality sometime in our life. So we need to encourage one another. And we know that uh, from time to time, life throws dark clothes in our path. That brings what? Disappointment. That brings discouragement. That's why Paul, talking to Thessalonians, encouraged them, give that instruction to use those words to encourage one another. And he had to build one another. We need somebody to build us up. In the chapter 5, verse 14, Paul says, Brothers and sisters, we urge you to warn those who are lazy. Encourage those who are timid. Take tender care of those who are weak. And above all, be patient with everyone. Paul precise to use word to encourage the less hopeful or discouraged people to encourage the weak. And he said to be patient. I like that word, to be patient. To be patient with everyone. It's very important to be patient with everybody, everyone. And patience is one of the elements of the fruit of the Spirit. As a church, Paul know that uh, Thessalonians are different. They are different people. They are go through different situations, through different tests. Their wounds are not the same. Even they are in the same church. Even they all, even all, they all are Christian. Their wounds are not the same. Some are deep and take time and need patience to heal. If you see uh, a flock walk together, you see that some are ahead, some are middle, and some are at the back. But they all are members of the flock, and they all work together to go ahead. And it's pleased God to bring together different persons, different people, with different personalities and different way to of understanding. It's pleased God to bring all those people in the church of Thessalonica to work together as body. And because we are different, because sometimes we don't understand things at the same way, because we don't have the same feelings, but it's pleased God to bring us to work together as body. And what we need, we need one thing to encourage one another. Paul commends Thessalonians to use word to encourage one another because word have the power to comfort and heal. Word have the power to comfort and to heal. 
the New Testament word used by Paul for encourage is means to comfort. Comfort someone is to alleviate sorrow or distress. Is to give emotional strength to console someone or to share up one who depressed or in grief. So when the Thessalonians, they hear that word from Paul to encourage each other, they understand this word in this word. First, to comfort. Encourage somebody is to give that person comfort. Is to alleviate the sorrow or distress. Is to give emotional strength to somebody. Is to console someone or to share up one who depressed or in grief. And that word is used in the Old Testament too. And that word in Old Testament means the same, have the same significance, uh, the same means to comfort. And that, that word is used at the first time in the Old Testament in Genesis 5, 29. When Lamech, talking about his son Noah, he said, God give us this son to comfort us. So words have a power to do all those things. We can read in Psalm 107, verse 19 to 20. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them from their distress. He sent out his, he sent out his word and healed them. He sent out what? The word. And he healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Proverb 15 verse 4. Gentle words are a tree of life. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. Gentle words are a tree of life. So Paul, writing to Thessalonians, exhorted them to, to use gentle words to encourage one another. And he said that the deceive, deceitful tongue crush the spirit. Proverbs 7, 16, 20, uh, verse 24. Kind words are like honey sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. That's the power of the word. Proverbs 12 verse 25. Worry wave a person down and encouraging word share a person up. But at the same time we need to know, and that's very important, that words have the power to kill. 
At the same time, word had the power to build up somebody, to comfort somebody, to give emotional strength to somebody. At the same time, word is like a life of three. At the same time, word can kill. Word have the power to kill. The tongue can bring death or life. Proverb, proverb. 18, 20, Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Jeremiah 18, 18. Then they said, Come and let us divide plants against Jeremiah. For the law shall not perish from the priest, nor counsel from the wise, nor the word from the prophet. Come. And let us attack him with the tongue. Let us attack him with the tongue. And let us no give heed to any of his word. So we can, we can kill somebody. We can kill somebody with our tongue, uh, with our word. James in his book compared the tongue as to a small fire which can start and a big forest fire. Tongue. I know ministry which collapsed because of the tongue. I know churches who closed because of the tongue. And I know families which broken because of the tongue. These precisions are very important for us because it will bring us to think many, many times before we use our tongue. Ways to encourage one another. Which ways can we use to encourage one another? As church, as parents, as spoons. From parents to, child, to children's, in Colossians chapter 3, 21. Fathers, do not aggravate your children or they will become discouraged. By using a kind word to talk to their children, parents build confidence in their lives. This, this part of my message is very, very important for me because uh, my father never said a kind word to me. Never. Well, I, 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 don't, I don't remember. <laughs> well, can you imagine I'm, a, I'm, I have, I'm seven or eight with my father? I, I know nothing. But my father never said a kind word to me. Never. If my father called me, I know that it's uh, call reprimand. He, he want to he want to reprimand me. I remember that one day I saw one of my friend, his father, his father talking to him with kindness. I don't I don't imagine. I said no 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 no. I said no. It's not his father, because for me, father is is, is the person who who call you and uh, you are afraid. He can call you and you are happy that uh, your father called you. 
if I'm, I'm at the house and my father come from outside, you say, you begin to, you, you are afraid. So, parents need to use a kind word. And actually, we live in a, in a society and we see how much the society is aggressive against kids. You know, bad, bad people, they know that it's, sometimes it's hard to attack adult people. So, the another way, or the only way to do it is to go with kids, with our children. So we need to say kind word to our, our children. And do it so we build confidence in their hearts, in the house and outside of the house. But I thank God because uh, at the same time, my, my father never said a kind word to me. My, ma- my mother was there to say, to say the kind word for me. She, she's the one who understands everything. And, and she's the one who, who she, she knows how, how, which word to use to bring you confidence. And I thank God for that. Between spouses. You know, the most close person who is able to bring confidence in the heart of a man, I think, uh, is his wife. The close person, the most close person who is able to bring confidence or to encouragement in the heart of his of the man is his wife. Because she's the one who, who knows him concretely. She's the one who knows his weakness. She's the one who knows his emotions. And therefore, she's able to find the right word to encourage him. Proverbs 25, 11 say, Timely advice is lovely. Like golden apples is a silver basket. Only a caring wife, a caring wife can find the right timing and say the right word to encourage a husband. Same for the husband to his wife. You know, in Africa, I don't know if it's the same in US here. In Africa, we say sometimes if you can't reach, if you can't reach a man directly, talk to his wife. So if you win the, the, the heart of his wife, you win the heart of his men. Because God gave that capacity to the women to be in the small detail. So they know more. Sometimes sometime I can try to, to hide myself to my wife, but she, know, she knows that something's wrong. The first day I discussed with Pastor Hamani from Niger, the first day I discussed with him, I was at the same time happy that God opened a new door in Niger for, for medic. But at the same time, I was afraid because I say, 
where can, where can I, can we find the money to feed 80, from 80 to 100, or more, more than 100 kids three times a week? At the same time, I have the conviction that God can do it at the same time. Some, something in my mind say, mm, there's a lot of money to do it. And uh, I lay down on our couch because I, I, can't, I can't support it. So my wife asked me, what is wrong? Niger? <laughs> and I said, no. I said, no, because I don't want to show my weakness to my wife. I said, no, it's not Niger. But she knew that I'm thinking about that project. So, for me, and I believe that the, the person who is more, most close to a, a husband is his wife, to encourage him, to do the right time, right timing, to, to, to say the right word, and the miracle will come. I thank God because we we are doing many, many things in Africa. And uh, as, as, as people who want to do good, many things to God, I need somebody to encourage me. And I thank God for that because my wife, she's the one who encouraged me every time. And she said, it's possible, we do it. We go ahead together. So God said in one Ephesus Peter chapter three verse seven to the husband, "You husband must give honor to your wives. Treat your wife with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should." so your prayers will not be hindered. So husband must honor and encourage his wife. One cannot honor one's wife by addressing her with wounding word or contemptuous word. It's strange because I know some, some men, they, they, they can't talk with kind word with uh, their, to their, their their wife, you know. Perhaps I don't see I don't see I don't see a lot here in in, in America here, <laughs> because in Africa many men think that uh, the authority is to not say a kind word. That's another that's another weakness. That's another weakness. So if you want to talk to your your your, your wife, you need to be authority in the way to talk to, to her. So here, God asks us as Christian to honor our wife by using kind word, by using words which encourage, which bring confidence, which bring happiness in our family. Now what? That means to encourage each other in the church. In the church. 
Christian life is not a, a calm walk at the beach. See, walk at the beach, you have fresh air, no obstacle, and uh, you, you don't want to live there because uh, it's good to be there. So, but Christian life is not that kind of work. Many events may come clouded our work. Sometimes those events can shake us. Nobody is strong here. Is it somebody strong here? I'm not sure. Nobody here is strong. We can try to, to hide our weakness with layers. We can do it. But they are there. So encouragement is for the church. What gas is for the car? You know, the car can be a brand new car. You can have it, a brand new car or a used car. If the tank is empty, you can't go ahead. A church can have a big, big, big building. Nice inside, nice outside. A church can have a big budget, a lot of money. A church can have a good program if there is no encouragement. That church can't go far. The church can't move far. Because we all here, we are fragile. We are fragile people. And we live with our emotions, our weakness, and sometimes with our fear. And we are in the battlefield as Christians in this world. Battlefield with Satan. Battlefield with our sinful nature. And battlefield with this world. Everybody needs from time to time to hear the word of encouragement from others. You must warm each other every day while it's still today. Hebrew 3, 13. So that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardness against God. We all need encouraging word in our daily life to go ahead, to go ahead in our, our, our own life, our, our private life, and to go ahead in our different ministry, different ministry God gives to us. We need encouragement to go ahead. Ephesians 4, 29. Don't use fool or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Everything you said. Everything. Here, I don't, I don't, I don't think Pastor Paul said that uh, um, if, 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 if you are angry, things who, which will come out of your mouth not help people. Even, suppose, even you are, you have reason. That's important in the church. Sometimes people have reason. 
<laughs> even if you have reason. Because many, many times in church, I don't believe that the react of everybody is true or is, is, is what that needs to be. But suppose that you have reason to say what you want to say. You need to be sure that because Pastor Paul said everything you said needs to be helpful. Be sure that if your word you use don't edify your brother or sister, you destroy without building up. Even you are risen. Even you are risen. So another way to encourage one another, another way to encourage one another without to use necessary word, I want to say, is by action. Here in the U.S., people send a car, and people like it. <laughs> the first time I saw my, 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 my wife read the car and she's happy, I said to myself, oh, because we don't send a car in Africa. She, she was happy. And I know that that's the culture here. So we can encourage one another by sending a car or by test or by calling one another. By action, too, we can support financially or materially people in the need among us or outside us. Outside us, like Togo <laughs> or Benin or Niger. We can do it to encourage one another. That's why I thank God for this church to help us to encourage our leaders to encourage our church members because we, we do many, many things in, a, in a poor countries. But every time we send money to people, they are encouraged. Another way to show our encouragement one to another is by visit one another. That is why we, li we like in Africa, visit somebody. So in Africa, if you you can send money, is it? Mm. He think about you. No, he he only send me money. So send money is not thinking about somebody in our culture. So by visit one another. In Second Corinthians seven six seven, Paul says, "But God who encourages those who are discouraged." encourages by the arrival of Titus. Titus. His presence was a joy, but so was the news he brought of the encouragement he received from you when he told us how much you long to see me and how sorry you are for what happened and how loyal you are to me. I was filled with joy. Paul grew through many, many difficulties. People attack his personality. People attack his ministry. And you remember that God himself put a thorn in his flesh. And he said that inside and outside I'm suffering. And he received the visit of Titus. 
And here Paul said, I'm encouraged by the arrival of Titus. You know, in Africa, we say that the feet make, feet, I want to translate literally, it say feet make more than money. Say feet make more than money. So visiting somebody is showing our presence. I'm not sure that a car or I don't I, I have nothing against uh, that's 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 our culture here. But I'm not sure that sending a car or test somebody or send money can replace visit somebody. Because you visit that person is is physically your presence. You talk that you talk to that person, that person see the expression of your, your face. Nothing can replace that. I remember one of the, mini, the, the missionary who was my pastor in Togo. He came from France with uh, uh, three kids and his wife. And I remarked at that time that sometimes it's hard to my pastor to live financially. It's, it's hard. Many times, not one time, many times. But at the same time, I saw missionary come from France or Switzerland to visit him. And I said to myself, why they don't send him the money? If they send the money, they use to buy the ticket, a plane ticket. He can use that money to, okay, to survive in, in Togo. So why they don't do it? And they come. They come stay with him one or two weeks. But now I understand. I understand because at that time too, if you see Pastor, that Pastor Luigi, you see him receive people from France, you see his face change. His face change. His, his wife become happy. And the kid too are happy. Why? Because they receive encouragement from people who come visit them. That's why in Medic, we build a house to receive people, to receive people to come encourage us. So don't worry to the place you, 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 you need to stay. You have a place to stay. If you want to bring a smile in the, in the, in the face of if my wife and I or other people come visit us, come see how things are happening in Africa. So now I want to talk about the obstacle of encouragement. We say that we can use word to encourage each other. We say that we can send card. We say that we can test, we can call, we can visit. Now I want to use this time to talk about the obstacles of encouragement. The first obstacle is our layers. You know, consciously or inconsciously, we build layers to hide behind. It's like uh, Adam and Eve, when they sin, they, 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 they take the lips and they build uh, a cloth. But they forget that the, the sun can dry those lips and 
they will continue to be next. They, but they, they are even they have that uh, a cloth made made with uh, lips. They are naked before God. <laughs> so we we develop layers, and we hide behind those layers to show other that we are strong, and sometimes that we don't need encouragement from others. But as I said, we are not strong. We need encouragement from others. The, the obstacle, the layers can bring is the, our, our relationship will be superficial, super, superficial because we have a layers, because we don't show really who we are. And that is an obstacle for encouragement. And uh, the dramatical consequence of using layers in the church is because we have layers and we don't know really our real need for encouragement, we hurt one another. We hurt one another. And the second obstacle is the refusal to be open to another. Some have tried to be open to others, and uh, they, have, they, they, they took a big hit to, to be open. And they, they say, never, I will not be open to people in the church. Because I tried one time, no, I can't do it more. If that is your case, I understand you. I understand you perfectly. But because you need somebody to encourage you, because it's, it's something you can say you don't, you don't need, my prayer for you if you are in this situation is to God to bring you somebody who can be your best friend available to hear from you. I'm not talking this morning to, uh, to exhibit ourselves to people, but you need to be open to people. Only God, we go, we go, we face God, we, we exhibit ourselves to God only. But we need somebody because we are human, because we live in this world. We need somebody to tell us that, okay, things will go ahead. So we need to, to have a friend, a friend who accepts us. We need the third point, who, which is obstacle of uh, encouragement, is the lack of capacity to listen. Sometimes we can we can listen to people, listen to people. James say, said, "My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this: everyone should be quiet to listen, slow to speak." and slow to become angry. But the difficult in our church, or the difficult as church, is everybody need to be encouraged. So who encourages uh, the others first? I need encouragement. You need encouragement. And I'm focused, I'm focused on my, my need. You are focusing on your need. 
So who will make the first step? Do you remember the last time you go see somebody to talk to him, to, to have encouragement? And uh, you don't feel it to talk about your struggle and that person give you the list of his own struggle. And, but the problem is when you go to that person, you don't want to know his struggle. That's not your problem. Your problem is you because you go through heavy things and you want somebody to say that God is in control. I'm with you. You want, you want that person to tell you that, you know, we will go together ahead. So sometimes we are discouraged because we, people we talk to, they don't have the capacity to listen. So if you want to be that person who encourages, you need to develop that capacity to listen to people, to try to understand people, show them that you understand them. Show them that everybody can reject them, but they can rely on you. That's a good way to be effectively encourager to, to people. And that is a decision because your desire is yourself. Your desire is to get encouraging for people, but to decide to encourage others, it needs to be a decision you need to take. You need to say no for your desire. That's, that's, that's not easy to do, but you need to say no for your desire and say yes for your decision to encourage others. And I can assure you that if you do it, you will never lost. You never lost because whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Proverb eleven twenty five. So if Paul asked Thessalonians to do all those things, it's because Paul knows that they can do it. And if Thessalonians can do it, and we, we see the list of the problem they have, the, the, the situation they go through, and those situations in our situation now too. So the same word for Thessalonians is the same word God wants to, to say to us to encourage one another. And we can do it. So let God use it as instruments to build people, to build his church for his glory. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your love for us. Thank you to help us by your spirit to be people who build others. Father, we know that with you, we will do it, and we want to do it for the glory of your name. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Turn your inbooks to 396. This is an encouraging song. We're going to stand and sing when the roll is called up yonder. And uh, it says many of the things he said about the Lord's coming and how encouraging that is. We can all stand together and sing it as an encouragement to each other and to ourselves. One day, we're going to be in the presence of the Lord. We do all this because of his encouragement of us.
When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound and crime shall be no more, and the morning breaks eternal bright and fair, when the saved of earth shall gather over on the other shore, and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the roll is called up yonder, 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 I'll be there. On that bright and cloudless morning when the dead in Christ shall rise and the glory of his resurrection share, when his chosen one shall gather to their home beyond the sky and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the roll is called up yonder, 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 I'll be there. Let us labor for the master from the dawn till setting sun. Let us talk of all his wondrous love and care. Then when all of life is over and our work on earth is done, and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the roll is called up yonder, 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 I'll be there. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this encouraging message today. That we need to be encouraging one another. Your word encourages us. Help us always to look for you, for the encouragement you give to us as your sons and daughters. And then let us encourage one another to continue in the work, to do the things that we're called to do, whether it's being a husband, a father, a child. It matters not what it is you've called us to do, Lord, but that we might do it in a way that would be glorifying and encouraging and that people might grow from their being in presence of us. That it might be a time when our encouragement would make a difference. Help us to be aware of one another. Thank you, Lord, for your word today. Help it to work in our hearts. We look forward to the day when we meet you in the air. And we praise you in Christ's name. Amen. You're dismissed. Thank you.